And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 184 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Welcome back, Brian. Thank you. No immortal, no immortal, blah, 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 <laughs> no blah, immortal blah. Herc this week. Murder Herc. Murder Herc. No immortal. Of course. Oh I, my God. Yeah. yeah. I, I did read number 25. Woof. That was. Yeah. <laughs> we. I figured out your secret. You just skip episodes so you <laughs> don't have to explain that book ever. And I and you know what's funny? I had read it. I'd caught up on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yet I still had to explain twenty five uh-huh. in a exactly. sentence. Exactly. I was like, oh wait, if I go, Alex's gonna have to make me do it. Nope. Yeah. We have cracked each other's codes, it appears. <laughs> I just don't read that book. Fine. Do it in trade. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. That's yeah. my it's plan. A, it's a good book, but wow. It is a good book. <laughs> It is definitely a trade read if you're not already. Especially number two, 25 is especially a wow. It's like, like I feel like I, as hard to explain as all the other issues are, that one's that much more. <laughs> See, hard disagree. Really? I gave a very clean, clear, thorough summary of that book, <laughs> that issue, which is not something I could do for the rest and of that, that may, book. Well, that's true, because the rest of them all kind of bleed into yeah. each other. That's true. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, good no. book, hard to explain. Yes, <laughs> much like why you listen to this show. <laughs> How is everyone this week? Fine, busy week, but fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess. I'm not in rehearsal, so I'm pretty good. Like I enjoy being in rehearsal, but I also enjoy that the sleep that comes with being exhausted from being in rehearsal and performance and the show is closed so like this is that one that one week every quarter where like i can kind of sleep like a normal human almost what did everybody do for halloween because that's the thing that just happened i am house manager now at emory and halloween was final dress for their current show so i went and watched oh i went over to my parents house to see my sister and brother-in-law who were in there Cool. I literally turned off all the lights and hid from trick or treaters. Oh, that's exactly even though I didn't right have to because it was thirty two degrees. Yeah, right. And they were like, "No." Nah. Yeah. As soon as the lights, as soon as like the street lights came on, everybody stopped walking around the neighborhood. I was like, "Smart kids, weird." As opposed to you know, isn't that a fun time to walk around? Is when it's dark on Halloween. Yeah, but it was cold. Yeah, it was cold. And we're in Georgia, and people were like, "Oh, you might die. <laughs> we got to go get some bread and milk." So you know. No more trick-or-treating. It might snow somewhere within 500 miles of here. Oh, my God. If it ever snows on Halloween again, like it did uh, yeah, fucking 15 years ago, yeah, 16 something. Like something. I, no, it was longer than that. It was like almost 20 years ago. If it ever snows on Halloween again, I'm giving out bread and milk to trick-or-treaters. The, the other thing you have to understand, for God only knows why, like Halloween is the worst traffic day in the city of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. 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 It is the worst and traffic day. And I have no day. clue why. Oh, it's awful. Like, it's I everyone, don't get it. It's everyone who lives in suburbs trying to get back across town to go trick-or-treating because everyone it's leaves literally work early. all day yeah. long though all day long it's just it's, it's so anyway. dumb it's so dumb it is dumb 
I only saw one person in costume, and by that point in the day, like it was a it was a major shock to me to drive through campus and be like, "Why is there this one dude dressed as Clifford the Big Red Dog?" <gasps> He was dressed as Clifford? He was. Oh my god. Somebody posted the the throwback Thursday to Clifford's first Halloween thing. And it was Clifford when he's a tiny, tiny, itty bitty puppy dressed as a ghost. And I was like, I don't know why this makes me so emotional. (laughs) But it did. Comics! Yeah. Hey, we didn't talk about which ones we're actually going to talk about, so oh. I'm going to make this up on the fly. <laughs> Yay. Of course you, though. Just look at my list. Yeah, you know Just what? look at my <laughs> list. Yeah. It's fine. Basketful of heads, number one. I'm sorry, let me say that again. Basketful of heads, number ba- one. Basketful. That was, that was just for you, Jim. Okay, thank basketful. you. Okay. Yeah. It's very confusing, It's okay? a unit of measure, not a descriptor of a basket. Yeah. Makes sense if you diagram. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a basket full of heads. All right. A basket full of heads. Yeah, this is yeah. We did that last week. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you? Okay. Yeah, if you were um, actually here, Brian, you you'd know. Oh my god! How it goes? Oh my god! Anyway, uh, yeah, this book real good. I, yes, I, I loved it. I did too. It, it, it apparently takes place in in fucking. Main. Stephen King universe. Yeah, yeah. I'm I excited think. Shawshank for that. Prison. Tr- <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. As soon as it said Maine, I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. This was a lot of fun, and the two main characters are adorable. Yeah, it. it I did not expect it to start in this direction. I think it's still going to get to where I thought the book was going to go. See, I had no. But, yeah, I I had no idea what it was going to be about because I just yeah I don't need to know. It's Joe Hill writing horror. I don't I, care. I, We're I, good. Yeah, I don't know why. I thought it would have jumped right in the middle of it. But then Brian, he can't rip out your heart. It's That's true. True. It's true. He's got to give you that. That's fair. He's got to give you that good, good connection to all these characters before he fucking eviscerates them. Hey. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Who do we think are the heads in the basket full of heads that the, we see? The boyfriend? Yeah. I don't know who else. But I think oh. one of them's the boyfriend. Oh, uh, I, one of them is going to be the son, the sheriff's son. You think? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool with that. Anyway, so this book is about... Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> now what happens? Um, well, it doesn't. what the book is about doesn't happen in this issue, which is why, yeah. See, I don't even know what it's about then. Oh, do you not? No. I'd, but I'd argue I it's about a basket. I don't heads. want to. I want to discover it. Don't tell me. I, la, 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 la. I mean, I think you know. But okay. I, I don't. I don't okay. know. It's about rivers of underwear. Yeah. So it starts out with this young woman sitting on a bridge. Rivers of underwear is my new band. And a <laughs> nice, nice. Like a college rock vibe. <laughs> and a cop pulls up in a dune buggy. Seems like you're just asking too hard for certain of concert events to happen. <laughs> you name your band that. Blah there blah blah no murder. Concerts. Oh, no concert. That's no. a unique approach. We will only stream on Twitch. Hey man, that's actually a pretty good idea. TM 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 TM. Did we just form rivers of underwear? <laughs> Maybe. I can play the fiddle. Can it be a weird bluegrassy band? Uh, so long as we can work <laughs> in a bass clarinet, because that's what I got. I'll, I'll play a regular that. clarinet. It's going to be weird. See, fiddle and clarinet. Brian, I guess you're on percussion. Yeah. Boom. Just pick the triangle. Boom, boom. <laughs> Just do that. <laughs> so it's going to be a mix of acapella bluegrass folk. <laughs> the mouth harp. Can you play the mouth harp? I, you know what? I think I can play the mouth harp, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> The kazoo. Welcome to our new podcast, The Formation of (laughs) Rivers of Underwear. Anyway, uh, we we keep interrupting, Jen. That's fine. Now you guys get to tell it. Brian. Interruption! (laughs) 
Jen, why do you think about merch for Rivers of Underwear? Uh, oh, man, we have to have underwear, first of all. Do we? Yeah. What if we sell Rivers? That could be, hmm, that could be lucrative. Yeah. I think we should sell underwear with Rivers on them. That's, hmm, no. I mean, yes, like, I, I would buy that, but also, <laughs> you nasty. <laughs> Our apologies sorry, to Joe you Hill. Met me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, nobody tell Joe Hill about this episode. <laughs> I am going to at him in the tweet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Go Great. Ahead, no, no, okay. no, no. Now you have to do it. So she is there in this town to visit her boyfriend, who has been spending the summer as a deputy. For this small resort town in Maine. Um, and, and Jaws happens. Yeah, he's like a college student oh, no, okay. who's off for the summer. Different. And, yeah. That's totally different. Yeah. yeah. And so he is. He's, this is just a summer job for him. And this was like his last day and she shows up. Um, and as they're driving back into town, uh, they come across the sheriff with like a road crew, a criminal, you know, a uh, inmate road crew. And apparently there's four inmates who have escaped from this road crew. And that spirals out into the rest of the story. It has to do with the sheriff's family and, you know, what happens with uh, the sheriff kind of trying to track these guys down a little bit. And, and also they're descended from Vikings and have a magical axe. Well, no, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> they are That's literally the point. I, mean, I, 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 I thought you were talking about the criminals. And I was like, no, the sheriff has the... Never mind. I just, just for my head. Catch up, Brian. Come on. You mentioned the sheriff and his family. Brain be slow today. Uh, so yes, the sheriff's family is descended from Vikings, and they have a magical act. Yes, yeah. and apparently they have a lot of money, despite the dad being or the man yeah, being. Yeah, there's something a to sheriff that. of a small yeah. resort town. Yeah, so. like I almost get the feeling maybe the wife inherited she, a bunch of she, money. She probably old money. Yeah. yeah, that or she's out like Indiana Jones again. That would be awesome. Yeah, need it. And yeah, and that's kind of where this. And basically, this first issue is a big introduction to all the characters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Batman well number four. I mean, Batman annual number four. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? Alfred's, I didn't know that there Alfred's was a diary number comic. one? What? Yeah. This was a lot of Alfred It was, it was a unique way to tell this. Yeah. I really did enjoy like his insights on Bruce. Yes. That's the part that I liked the most. Yeah. What do you think? I think Batman needs to fight more dragons. I do too. <laughs> Especially more nesting doll dragons. Yes. Nesting doll. It said nest. Russian, that was the word that stuck Russian, out in his Russian head. Russian dragons, yes. It was very cool. I I just wanted... I understand. It's the format. Whatever. I wanted so much more of each of these stories. <laughs> well, we got I, so many different things because they were... I, know. I almost liked it. I mean, I enjoyed it for how long it went, where it escalated to the two pages where there weren't even any words. It yeah. was just like the date, the day. And, like, a picture of what happened, what Batman did that day. And it just, like, keeps going. And just the amazing array of, like, how different the things were. On my birthday, he fought vampires. It took it took me way... It, it really, really reminded me of, like, the 70s Batman. Where you would just get these issues that were completely self-contained. And they were just, like, the weirdest, most bizarre, like, 
why would Batman? What? Oh, okay. Like I, I don't know. Like running a race against somebody, or like okay. just this like weird. I mean, that didn't happen in this one, but like the UFC was, match was my favorite in this. Yeah. This oh one. my like, god, yeah. that was the best thing ever. So Batman is doing all these things, literally one thing per day. Yeah. Yeah. And some of it takes place. All the way across the world. So this guy's on stimulants, right? Like, Bruce is on stimulants. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Yeah. He's on that bat caffeine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> caffeine, that's it. Some barbatuates. <laughs> no, that would not be a stimulant. Oh, are those downers? Yeah. Yes. Oh. yeah. But maybe he takes barbatuates to sleep. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think he does sleep, ever. Amphetam bat mites? Batphetamines? Batphetamines. Batphetamines. Bat Some Batterall. He's on Batterall. Batterall. <laughs> That's how he's so focused. <laughs> his memory so is so good. <laughs> well, like, for one of these, he's playing football. Like, what the hell? Why are you playing football? Like, <laughs> why are you doing this? Batman, why? Hey, hey, Batman, hey. why are you doing this? There's a panel of Zebra Batman. There is. There a is. Panel of zebra Batman. Yes, there is. <laughs> He looks like he's just like caught in the middle of doing like what? He's got the Sasquatch <laughs> look on his face. He's captaining like an old pirate ship or something. Uh. Like what? The, like that's what I mean. They're, like it's just, just so random. It's Brave and the Bold. It is Batman it is. Brave and the Bold. Yeah. It is. And good, good Jorge Fornes art. Oh, the art is. I love Jorge yeah. Fornes. Yeah. And sometimes his like whole appearance, his whole costume, like changes from like sixties ish looking to yeah. more modern. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. That was my shoulder, sorry. Yeah, there's one where he's, like, performing surgery yeah. on somebody. Like, okay. And this whole <laughs> thing is Batman. to say that, like, Bruce has always been able to overcome his own fears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole issue's about. Just Alfred telling you. He's he's scared, yes, but he has the ability to push through it. Well, and the other this thing. This insane ability. Let's see how well he pushes that, through Alfred being it's, I mean, oh. the, the, yeah, the title is called Every Day, uh, right? Yeah. And it, it's the... That, yeah, literally Batman is doing something every day to yeah. be Batman. I did, like, I did like the one where he got taken to the far end of the universe. He's like, why shouldn't I destroy you? How are you worthy of living? I'm, I'm Batman. Batman. Yeah. Oh. And it just sent him back. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh. Batman and the Outsiders Annual Number One, or more specifically, Black Lightning Katana Annual Number One. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it was. I mean, I I like the story, but yeah, it yeah. should have been titled that because it, it, it almost just could have been Katana Annual yeah. Number One. Yes, Katana goes into her sword to fight the demon who's torturing her husband out of vengeance and reunite with her like great 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 grandmother and learn magic while Black Lightning watches her sleep. And, well, fights ninjas and electrifies shadow ninjas. Yes. Yeah. And then she comes out and uses the four elements she now controls to kick those shadow ninjas' ass. Yeah. It's fun. You summarize the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a good, it's, it's, fun, it it's a fine story. I enjoy Brian Hill on this book. Yeah, I do too. I, do too. I don't know where the hell this fits in with anything, and I don't think that matters. I don't think it does. It's um, just a lot of fun. I think, honestly, I think they wanted to use this annual as, an, as a way to upgrade Katana. Oh, I mean the series as a whole, but yes. Uh, well, that too, but yeah. yeah. But specifically this issue, yeah. Deceased number six. Yeah, this was the last issue of Ceased. <laughs> what? I meant to get caught up for this one. Oh, it it it, it made me cry a little. <gasps> I'm not gonna lie. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. It is, uh, I, and we've said this for I think the other issues. It is a alternate universe, and 
it is used very, very well because it allows them to do things that could never, ever happen no. in canon. Yeah. Um, yeah. What happens when an immovable force meets an irresistible, or an irresistible force meets an immovable object? Issue five of this book? Huh? Well, no, it was this one where uh, Superboy... Yeah. The immovable force thing was last issue. I know, but... The, Superman and Flash. I, I'm, I understand. This is this is kind of it again. Uh, maybe this is an irresistible force meets an irresistible force. I think even... you mean unstoppable. Uh, yeah. And also this is bordering on like word soup. Okay. Help, I'm so confused. Don't help because I don't want to know because I don't want spoilers. Uh well then I'm just gonna close my good, ears. Good good book. You just talk about it. I'm gonna close my ears. Um Superman in the last issue becomes a zombie. And <laughs> Everyone has to figure out how to get the remaining survivors off of Earth and... And prevent Superman from destroying them all yes. as they do it. Yes. Or at least infecting them. Right. Um, the best part of this, hands down, and this is not a spoiler if Jen wants to unduck and cover. The best part of this, hands down, is learning which Justice League member Bruce doesn't have a backup plan for. Oh. <laughs> That could well be my quote of the week. <laughs> it really could. You know what? Let's, we're going to call it right now. That's my quote of the week. Brian's quote of the week <laughs> is okay. uh, so. Of course, the, like I said, they got to figure out how to stop Superman, and of course, uh, we'll say Batman. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Says, "Oh yeah, I got a, I, I got a plan for that." <laughs> um, he's like, "Really?" He's like, uh, "Yeah." Batman left a, a left a plan to take down every major hero. Of course he did. Bruce doesn't even have to be a lot. Oh, the scheme against us. Actually, uh, this Green Arrow who says that. Uh, actually, he uh, didn't leave one for you. Bruce didn't think I could be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Dinah goes, "You're hurt." Batman didn't have a post-mortem Machiavellian plan to end you. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> planetary threat if i wanted to oh <laughs> of course you could dear <laughs> we also get a great jefferson lives moment in this with uh the amazons oh yes yes <laughs> that good huh strong water strong water vodka strong water hard water <laughs> but yes uh when this comes out in trade absolutely like I don't like zombie stories. They normally do yeah. nothing for me. I fucking love this. This is less about zombies. It's more about the heroes reacting to other heroes. I mean, that's every zombie story. Yeah, but... The only zombie story about the zombies is iZombie, and it's good. You may be right. No zombie story is about the zombies. Brains is not the most exciting motivation. Oh my god, I want to write a story from the zombies' point of view now. <laughs> Um, My dearest that. Martha, today a shambled. They did that. Nick Holtz in it. Warm bodies. All right. Um, also, uh, we get a pair of characters who decide to stay back to protect the green. Yes, that's also very good. Ooh. Probably. Yeah. Pro- probably. Yeah. I'm not leaving the green, and I'm not leaving her. <gasps> oh. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Um, I'm also. I was also really, really happy that there was no question mark after the end. Correct. Like they could easily come back to this well, and I will 100% read it if they do. But I really, really hope they don't. If they come back and do anything, I hope they tell other stories that happened during this time. Yes. Not like continue try to build yeah. onto this. Right. Not like, hey, they found a new planet, and also people are still infected. Right. Yeah. No, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want that. Um, I did. The other thing I like is I like how the super sense step up. Yes, yeah, it's a good, 
Also, just the lowest narration. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good story. It's so good. That Tom Taylor. I hate, yeah. Man, it's almost like he can write. <laughs> just about. Huh. It's almost like he's really good at writing alternate universe yeah. DC things, yes. Arlene, 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 Arlene. I'm legally obligated to sing it every time. I don't think you are. I, I don't think you are. I am. I'll check our contracts, but I don't think you are. Oh, make sure you don't forget the writer about singing dumb things that I signed. Oh. We call it the Jack Rider. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the one that's about singing dumb they things. Because they just creep in. Subtly, like a tornado. And that's been the podcast, folks. Thanks for joining us. We're done. That's it. No more. Cut, print, we're done. Forever. Uh, right, anyway, Harleen. The words of Adam Revai, goodbye forever, yes. So, Brian says that this is the most charming Joker, period. And I say, uh, probably, but still gross. I, I mean, yeah. And, and, and to be... To, to be clear, I, I don't think you're going to say to be fair, and I was going to say I know you were. Uh, I did not say the word. I said charismatic. Charismatic. Okay, still gross though. Yes. Like still so gross, but not wrong. Still so, still so gross. Like this book frustrates me because I, it's supposed I, to. Because I know, like I know this. I know Harleen. Uh huh. I know this person. I have. Mm-hmm been friends with this person Uh and you just want to shake them and be like what are you fucking stupid you know the thing i love is kind of yes but also no like she's not stupid she's not stupid at all she's brilliant but girl the thing i love in the second issue is there's one line and this is like this is such step on shayek writing in Mm -hmm. the best possible way like there's Mm -hmm. this one line that's almost a throwaway when she's talking about these interviews of like the thing none of them ever talks about is how they got to this point that's what this whole book is. Like, yes. this is yeah. in its own DNA, like, <laughs> separating her from all the others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It is It is one of the best origin stories I have ever read. I just hate how she doesn't even think about the possibility, which I know she's, like, sleep-deprived and borderline Drinking. alcoholic yeah. and all this other shit. I, she doesn't even entertain the possibility that somebody as powerful as the Joker might have gotten her file and know why she's there. Right. She well, doesn't even entertain but it. Even well, even she says, "I should have known better. I should yeah. have known better." Right. And it, it, I think that's a big, huge piece of this. And like she can see it in others. Like, wh- how come nobody has asked this question? Right. There's a thing where she gets to yeah. that. Like. Why is everybody approached it this way? Why can nobody see that this is what he's doing? Da, 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 da. And yet she can't see it in herself when she does the same kinds of things. Even right. if they're from a different thing. It, yeah. But also, and I mean, okay, maybe as I say this, like, it's that A-type thing in me too. Like, I do think there are moments where he is telling the truth. And I do think there are moments where he is... Because he knows, especially it will hook bef- her, before he got the file. More. Especially before he got the file, I think there are definitely moments where he was. I think even at the end of this issue, yeah. there are moments. Yeah. Now, what I don't know here's what I don't know. I don't know if he was honest because he kind of slipped and fell into that and said something right. Kind of. I mean, I think it's. I think they're or, both making the same kind of mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or like 
is he slipping and being honest on purpose because he knows that the effect it'll have on her? I think it's both. I think he's going further than he <laughs> means. But it's like he says in here, you've gotten more out of me than anyone else. Yeah. I think that is 100% true. I think true. that's probably yeah. true too. Yeah. And I think it was not entirely by his plan. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, I think you're probably right. I think they're both uh, being a bit blindsided by what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Gross. They're gross. This is gross. They I are. Hate and it I is, hate every but, second of it, but I but have to how read every bit it? of it. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hate Harley Quinn and the Joker. Love I, Harley you, Quinn. Hate the Joker. Period. Mm-hmm. You know what else? I like this. I like this slant on the Harvey Dent origin. Yeah. 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 yeah that's good. Two Face origin. Yeah. It's very good. Where it's not like he, you know, the event happened where his face got scarred and all that, and like he woke up and saw it, and that was it. He was insane. He was two faced. Yeah. Right? No, Mm -hmm. it's like, uh, there's like, you see the same kind of thing with Harley. Like, you see a physical kind of a breakdown process. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just one thing. It's not, oh, hey, acid made him this way. Right. Yeah. The other thing I like is that they said it wasn't like just hydrofluoric acid. It was some sort of combination of chemicals that may have done something to his brain. It may have caused brain damage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I also like, we get a couple of shots out of Harvey's eyes and. Each one sees the world differently. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Man, that's Stefan Shake. It's almost like he knows how to tell the visual story. <sighs> huh. Huh. Like, and the format these are coming out in, like, I, I cannot think of like a better kind of format for him. Like, yeah, these oversized over- pages, yeah. mm-hmm. these longer issues that give him room to breathe, and like. Harleen, I think, is hitting monthly dates, whereas most of the other Black Label books have been bi-monthly, which is fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But, like, the speed at which he works and the way he plans, like, the fact that he's hitting these monthly is just so great. I would love to see him every, like, once a year, say, do something in this format for DC. Fuck yeah. I, I... I just I, I just want to see him do literally everything for well, everyone, yes. period, <laughs> because it's so good. I like, kind of like you were saying this format, I like how it lets him stretch out some panels yeah. to do, like, like there's this one where she's sitting in the chair, and just the way it kind of st- allows it to stretch out. Where who's sitting in what chair? Harley. Is. Harley sitting in her office chair drinking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I just like how it allows that. Sorry, this is the yeah. this is the audio audio medium. format. Yeah, but I mean, it could have been anybody. I'm just saying, I like how he can use that extra space. Too. Yes, well, and he thinks so much about layout and space around, mm-hmm. and he isn't bound by putting everything in boxes. But he's really yes. good at that kind of work, and this gives him more room to do that. I love how he portrays these. I I need like all DC couples to have a book by Stephon Shape. Yes. Period. Uh, hey, except of, for we do not need Wonder Woman, Steve Trevor. Thank you. Thank you. Only if, no, no. only if he like just fucking kills him in the beginning, no. in the very beginning. Just I, he's just I, dead, I, and then Woman, and then she's not like. I would take that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, how good was the Harley and Ivy? Like two pages of Harley and Ivy in this. Man, so good. Oh, so yeah. good. You can see just how flirtatious already Ivy is with. Yes, yeah. it's Ivy. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I can. I can imagine a, a Batman Selena book. I be really Dick and Barbara. <sighs> well, also that booty. <laughs> <clears throat> Which okay. one? Yeah. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes is the answer to that. Bootylicious comes to mind. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many, so many. Yeah. Anyway, this is a very good book for multiple <laughs> reasons. 
Including thirst level. <laughs> yeah, the art, I'm like, I, I could just look at this art all day long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Joker, Killer Smile, also one of these big oversized black label. You guys are going to have to convince me I, to read this. I, I did not read okay. it, so I haven't read it. Um, this is Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino, and uh, <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> are we, is he done? Is he done convincing you? <laughs> not, almost. Um, 100% of the reason I picked this up is because of the creative theme. Yeah. I am so jokered out. Uh, imagine... All the people. <laughs> it's easy if you try. Thanks. Anyway. Thanks, I appreciate that. Uh... Imagine if the if Rorschach's psychiatrist from Watchmen okay. tried to crack the Joker. Okay, that is basically okay. the subject. So, for this. so one of those one of those psychiatrists before Harleen came. That, that yeah, essentially, yes. I actually had that fun. I'm like, okay, you're one of those, six. And, and, and he's the other one that wrote a book well, after he failed. At, <laughs> there's actually a line about like, no, I don't think this guy's going to write books. Uh, <laughs> I think this guy's going to be afraid of books after this. There's actually a line in there. I don't need another one. Him getting to another. And I'm like, okay, he's number eight. <laughs> um, it's kind of the beats you expect it to be for the first half of this. And then the guy's at home reading this storybook to his kids. And you actually get some really cool pages of Sorrentino drawing a children's book. Ooh. And it's about this town of animals that's like Happy Town or whatever, and the animals are all happy. Until this guy named Mr. Smiles comes to town with this... That's not scary at all. ...device in his hands they've, ever, they've never seen before that they get up real close to, and then he pulls the chain, and the motor starts, and he kills them all with this, uh, uh, uh... Chainsaw. Chainsaw, thank you. For fuck's sake, that's worse than Batman's cozy, cute animal story. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like, I don't think this is appropriate. And close it. It's like, where the fuck did this book come from? And he starts losing time and hallucinating. From our new goes, friend, Mr. Smiles. <laughs> he goes back in to see the Joker, and the Joker starts telling him the story from the book verbatim. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. Uh-oh. Mr. Smiles. Like, it works because the Joker is just like in Harley and very much kept to the side and used in reserve. Mm-hmm. He's used kind of as a plot device, not yeah. as a character, almost. Um, it's fine. Like, I'm so jokered out that I yeah. think if I weren't, I'd be saying it's really good. The art's great. The writing's solid. It's the Joker. Yeah. Like, if you want more Joker, this is a good place to get it. If you're also jokered out, you can wait. It'll get a hardcover at some point, or at least a trade. Um, but cool. Lemire and Sorrentino are always good. Yeah. The Last God. This book is very interesting. It's about a group of adventurers who killed a big bad monster thingy, supposedly. A god. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Sure. It's a big bad monster thingy. It um, And it's years later, the kingdom is like... In a weird sort of piece. So, like, yeah, the, there's a there's this band of heroes who went to do this, mm-hmm. and like the I guess you could say like the leader of this band or like the the main fighter dude of this band is now the king, mm-hmm. and the archer Tear. is the, yeah is the queen. And I don't remember her name. Uh, Chiantha or something. Yeah, like Scianthe or something. Yeah, yeah. Chianti. Chianti. It's definitely Chianti. <laughs> it so, is now Queen Chianti. <laughs> Queen Chianti. Um, yeah, and it's years later, and they're ruling over their kingdom. Yeah, and they're having this big like celebration day of, I guess, the day that right. everything happened, and it's a reenactment, a gladiator reenactment of 
the event where they killed the big, big bad guy thingy god. And the gladiator... The floronic man. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> the gladiator who is fighting is on his 60th win, and 60 wins means you get to be free mm-hmm. afterward. I guess you have to ask for your freedom, but you get to be free if you want. Yeah. Um, and he wins. He is known for not killing people because they think that it's because he thinks that they're just not a threat anymore right. so he just like, doesn't kill him kill it's like him. whatever i don't i don't need to kill you you're not a threat but i think that it's not actually that i think yeah, I he does think. not want to kill people right um but it turns out that maybe all of these fantastic stories that people have heard about this big adventuring group that is now ruling the world uh they might be false yeah. because this gladiator might be somebody from their past and not even he knows it yeah, yeah. and it looks like they didn't actually kill the No, God they just kind there. of postponed things for a little yeah, while. It's like the, it's almost like they made a deal and said, Oh yeah, you know what? If you go away and say that we killed you for twenty years or whatever the time frame is, then, yeah. yeah. He's just resting. Pining the <laughs> pining for the fjords. He's uh he's he's hibernating he, what what do, what do plants do in the winter? Maybe. Slumber. Yeah, I can't remember what there's a term for it, but we're just gonna call it is. hibernating. Yeah. It's fine. They, they died. He, it just died back for the winter. Yeah. Now it's... Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that the monster is like this big bad plant guy who turns people into plant zombies. Yes. And they have a whole story, a whole song, everything. Oh, the song. Yeah. Gray petal, black petal, or something it, like that. Something like that. Yeah. But uh, the other thing about this is uh, Ricardo Federici is the artist on it. And yeah. it's fucking it's gorgeous. Beautiful. It's so pretty. It is very, very yeah. It it is. I will say if you if you choose to read this, it is the first five or six pages. It's just odd, it's, and it's kind of a little tough to get through. It's and it's, every proper noun you will need for the book. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. It's, they, it's, it's a lot of telling and not a lot of showing. Yeah. Get through that to the modern day stuff. I say modern day. You know, quote, it's, quote. yeah, modern day for the book. How's that? Yeah. Um. And it it drastic the tone completely changes. Yeah, completely. So keep going is what I'm saying. Don't kill babies. Or dogs. Batman kills babies. Or Batman dogs. does kill babies. Oh my god, that that ugh, I've seen that happen. That brought up some shit for me. Like when the mom goes crazy and eats the puppies. I've seen that happen. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, bad memories. No, 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 can't. Nope. Mm-mm. Uh, Jin, do you want to talk about safe sex? Sure. This is a good, good kink book. Yeah. Yeah. So did, so this is hot did you guys read the first one? Did <laughs> I read, read the, the first, first one? one. Did you talk about it? I talked about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I did not read it. So cool. it was more of a monologue than a conversation. Cool. So like this is going to be? I mean, I read the first one, okay. so I can talk some. All right. So in this book, this this religious group called The Party has taken over the government. Andrew W.K. broke bad. it's done now (laughs) erase that anyway um and it's not it's right-wing-esque but it's also feminist-esque it's really stupid it's really fucking stupid is what it is so they think that your base instincts are what cause bad things period giving into your base instincts is what makes the world terrible um therefore all your base or belong to them right all all your base so it's this big like repression campaign but also trying to say that they're empowering women essentially co-opting feminism as branding and marketing to further uh uh puritanical yeah, like just to further their own puritanical yeah. ends. Yeah. 
and it's so fucking dumb and I hate every one of them. But throughout the course of the book, um, our main character who is a former uh, porn film, film, what am I trying to say? What's that word? Help me. Help me with word. Um, porn performer? No. Adult she... film performer? No. no. Producer? No. Director? sort of director yeah um person who does the filming anyway camera person no she's not just the camera person anyway she created porn she created good good porn for people like interesting sounds like interesting porn like with plots which is the best of porn anyway porn art um you'd say she's one of the new pornographers (laughs) (laughs) god damn it it, alex (laughs) (laughs) um and throughout the course of this book, her husband gets uh, arrested for who knows what. Taking the elevator to the wrong for, floor? Yeah, for getting off on the wrong floor. For witnessing something he shouldn't have. And we don't know what that something is yet, but I can't wait to find out. Because apparently the puritanical people are not as puritanical as they say they are. Well... I am sure. Well, wait, figure. You're telling me in a repressive society that the people that are in charge don't follow the rules? Huh? What? Go Ooh. away. You're telling me that the ruling class uses the appearance of moral strictures to further their own ends by oppressing people? <gasps> Gasp. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Um, Ladies and gentlemen, the GOP. Yes. So the the main character, Avery, Simone Salacious, whatever you want to call her, because she's both, um goes to get help for her husband and gets turned away and ends up going to like one of her old fans like her biggest fan who i guess things went a little sour with back in the day and and, but he's still cool like he's still like yeah no we're gonna go do this we're gonna go help your husband period and then they find out that someone who they thought was dead is maybe not dead and is maybe on the wrong side of the law now well the right side of the law wrong side of the ethically the wrong side ethically the the wrong side ethically just the wrong fucking side this whole book is so frustrating for me to read because it's like i hate these people I, I love the main characters yeah but i hate this ruling party i think you're supposed to Jen. so much so much so that I it really like really think that's the, but it's the, so much that it makes my the, blood pressure rise anybody who tries to tell you how to have sex i think alex go fuck yourself i think, I, I think alex compared it in some ways to handmaid's tale yeah yeah in where some you, ways where it's hard to watch because they're just so yeah, but Handmaid's Tale is hard to watch because the main character makes so many fucking stupid well, decisions. Well, that's true, too. That's a different... Um, yeah. yeah but... I also made the comparison with the caveat that Correct. it is my understanding of the Handmaid's Tale, which you I did. have not watched because I have the internet and Windows and it is 2019. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's like <laughs> it's hard to watch something that is a logical progression for how things are in the world right yeah. now because it's fucking terrifying. Pretty much. Also... Come at me. I have many ways to hurt you. A very particular set of skills. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, something tells me that, that they would have a <laughs> lot more opposition to overcome than that it always seems like in those movies and stories, though. But anyway. I don't know. Handmaid's Tale, they had a lot of opposition. They just also had a lot of firepower. Doesn't and seem subversion. like they actually need that much opposition in the real. They don't actually face that much opposition in the real world. But. Yeah. Anyway, so shit's scary. Yeah. And I hate it. Also in the comic. Don't don't kink shame. <laughs> don't kink shame. Death's head number four. I really like how this wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah. Um I like how they flipped some of the characterizations of who you thought people were. Yeah. Yeah. Like especially, you know, Death's head and, and the other person that's with him at the end. Mm-hmm. Yes. Different timelines are different timelines. They are. Mm. And 
People can be different people. A lot of people are two different people. Even if they're the same person. <laughs> oh, In Alex, comics, this, then this book person. had to have really fucked with you, right? I mean, it felt pretty natural to me. <laughs> I was right at home. Yes? Yeah. This um, person is this person. Okay. Now what I really need is a teeny Howard Young Avengers book. I was going to say, now how much, I was going to ask, how much do you want teeny Howard to write something else with Hulkling and Wiccan and So Kate much. Bishop? Especially Kate. Oh my god, she, her voice for Kate is beautiful. Yeah. Um, so much, all of the yes, yes. yes. Uh-huh, all of that. <laughs> and even V, you throw V in there. Yeah. yeah. That'd work. With or without a vendetta. Right. <laughs> this is what happens when I get to sleep. <laughs> All right, future note. Only, Never only record let Alex when Alex sleep. is tired. <laughs> uh, there is actually a lot of good, good Teeny Howard this week. Yeah, Doctor Strange Annual Number Three. Oh, this was like this was kind of a fun. This was kind of a fun story. Yeah. Never listen to the snakes. Okay, <laughs> I am reading this today, by the way, because yeah. I saw that it was Teeny Howard after I like uh, this morning. I saw yeah. it this morning. Yeah. So I won't go into the story because you definitely need to read it. But essentially what they're doing is Stephen has invited some other magical type people from the Marvel Universe over. And they are performing a ceremony where they reach out and make contact with all the previous spirits who have lived or resided on that property. Basically, it's Halloween. The veil between worlds is thin. So they are essentially defending the Sanctum Sanctorum from all comers through the night. Yeah. Okay. So they have Zelda come over, Zelma come over to like watch them while they're, you know, whenever they're unconscious, astral projecting, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. She thinks it's to throw a Halloween party. Oh. So she buys full-size candy bars. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. And Steven is so pissed off the whole time. Like, Steven's an ass, and it's wonderful. Because everyone else is like, Steven, just just chill out. Just just chill out, Steven. He's he's the most uptight Steven, yes. Steven, here, eat a Snickers. (laughs) You're angry, stop. (laughs) The only thing I did not... uh, The only thing I thought missed beat just a little bit for me was... um, We've seen Zelma learn a lot more than she <clears throat> gave of herself, portrayed as of herself in this. Yeah, I mean that. Which I, that's not a big deal. That's a real yeah. minor nitpick. But and the explanation yeah. here, just in the story, is this is a night where like the rules are different. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. But also, I think if they were assuming she was completely useless, they would not have asked her to babysit. That's fair. That's fair. my but, only but problem. Never is, to the snakes. <laughs> my only problem is there was no good good boy. There was no good Aww. good boy. Good, good ghost boy. Maybe, well, maybe on Halloween he has the night off. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's off chasing ghost cat. Uh, could be. I need, I need Marvel Pet Avengers. I need yes. it. I need it. I just need it. I'll write it. They can come to me. That's fine. I'll draw it. It'll be bad. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian will thought edit. Sure. <laughs> I just did that. It's going to be more difficult because you're going to have to edit my thoughts. Oh, Have fun. that sounds like <laughs> a terrifying prospect. Yes. <laughs> There's also a backup in this uh, by Pornstock Pitchett Show. In this backup, so the, the, the first story is called Trick and the backup is called, or Trick and Treat. Treat, treat. and Trick. I think it's Treat and Trick. It may be Trick. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it doesn't matter. In the backup. It's Trick or Treat. Okay, got it. These two kids who like apparently have these powers when they're together to sneak the, the Marvel in Wonder undetected. Twins. <laughs> 
and then to find the most valuable thing mm. uh, and eliminate whatever defenses are in front of it. Or pulling a heist, as they are wont to do. Yeah, as you would if you had those powers. Got it. It is a heist on the uh, evil hotel that was created in Doctor Strange Damnation that is housing Mephisto that Wong is overseeing. Oh my. And they're trying to steal like the blade that can kill the Sorcerer the in- Supreme. Inferno Hotel, is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Like, ho- hotel, hotel Inferno. inferno. Yeah. Oh no. It's a very good Wong story. It is, it is. And yeah. I, I love Wong's little reverse quip at the end. Yes. Excalibur, number one. Speaking of thin veils between worlds. Ooh, wow. Um, All right. So, Brian, before we get into this one, mm-hmm. do you have more working knowledge of the lore behind this book than I do? I mean, a little, but not a lot. Okay. Yeah. Like, I had a general awareness that, like, in the back of my head, like, if you'd asked me, hey, what's the deal with Captain Britain, I'd have been like, Captain America, but Britain and maybe kind of magic? He was, that's kind of how he started off, I think. But there was, and I don't remember exactly when it happened, Yeah. but there was this revelation that uh, he was kind of like the successor of the Knights of Camelot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why that's why Captain Britain, and that's why he has magical base powers and all of this. Yeah. yeah, but like the whole he's connected to sort of alternate dimension Camelot was kind of news to me. Yeah, the other world. Yes. Yeah. Um. So there are definitely pieces of this that I don't think I entirely grok, just okay. because there is context that is not in my head. If you understand, I love it. No, yeah, I'm you just prefacing this that, one with that Captain Britain's powers come from the other world. Yeah. And he is the defender of the other world and by extension of that the defender of Britain. Yeah. Right. Then that's mostly all you need to know. And I think by the end of this I have yeah. that. Yeah. It's mostly just I know that I know that Apocalypse is scheming. I'm sorry, dot dot stylized A dot dot is scheming. Yes. Thank you. I know he is, but fuck, I don't know how because I don't know all the lore around it. (laughs) Yes, the mutant formerly known as Apocalypse. (laughs) I simultaneously love and hate that. I love it because it's great. And it's so him. It is like. It is. But I hate it because, like, give me one editorial note on what to actually call him when talking about him on a podcast. Please. The mutant Mutant formerly known known as as Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yes. Uh, I like uh, I like Rogan and Gambit in this. I do too. Yeah, I really like Betsy. I really I do, like yeah, how Betsy, they've set yes. up Betsy and her being in her own body again, and her dealing with having been in Quanan's body, and like the apocalypse side of it's played as a running joke. But her thing is really no, don't don't call me Psylocke. Just yeah. call me Betsy. Right. And then at the end, we we learn we can call her a new thing. We can late for dinner. Captain Britain. Oh. Yes. Weird. Uh Yeah. Because Morgan Le Fay is up to no good and mad that one of the Krakoa gates has shown up in the bottom of the well there in... Yeah, the well of eternity or whatever they call it, yeah. Uh, So she's, like, taking control of Brian and Betsy takes the amulet from him so she can escape back to... Krakoa and gets a Captain Britain makeover as, in the process. As part of taking and using the amulet, she becomes Captain Britain. Yeah. Oh, snap. 
Yeah. Gambit is not having the mutant formerly known as Apocalypse at all no. either, and I love it. No, he's taking no crap off of that. And uh, yes, yeah, somebody else may be changing also. Uh, you're talking about Rogue? Yeah. So they're trying to, because there's this gate, but no one can cross through it. And <gasps> they need to get, has, they has... haven't tried having Kate go through. <laughs> right, yeah. They need to try. Well, and apparently, apparently, the the mutant formerly known as Apocalypse thinks that it is a one way gate that people could come through from the other world from Camelot. Yeah, but we they can't go the other way. Okay. Now we we never really saw proof of that. Yeah, but that was his supposition for whatever reason. Um, and I mean, I'm guessing he would know better than me. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to try to figure out what's going on with right. Betsy, who kind of has disappeared, and Apocalypse realizes is over there with Brian, um, they go to try to fight Morgan Le Fay. Um, she's stuck there, so dot dot a dot dot gets... <laughs> rogue to like use her powers to dampen the force field on this gate so he can like thought project over to betsy mm-hmm. and as soon as she breaks away like these flowers start coming out and encase her like sleeping beauty snow white in the glass coffin snow white i guess mm-hmm. it's like got this fairy tale vibe on top of the camelot vibe Weird. There's also a B plot with some like worshippers of Camelot magic or whatever who are yeah the, Morgan a, a coven a coven yeah. of magic yeah acolytes and one of them at the end of this kills off the others and goes and joins Clan Akaba which was like the the apocalypse cult that do you remember the Clan Akaba tie-in connection in House of Powers who started it now no moira oh uh, shit. that's right yeah yeah it should be interesting yeah yeah this is very different from any of the other it, it is it is a very different but and i'm i think i'm gonna actually like that i do too yeah like each of each of these so far has had its own kind of flavor and i like that a lot i do too but they yeah, don't but all yeah, feel they're like not just, they, they're not all the same it's not like x-men blue titles, and gold right? and yeah right yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, I did get to talk about Captain Kate. You did. You miss um, Captain Kate. That's yeah. what you get, Ryan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what you get for being on call at work. You monster. Who does yeah. that? Who prioritizes work over? Yeah, Jen. Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, people who want to be able to afford these comic books that they buy every week. Slash their house. <laughs> yes. That, all that stuff. Yes. <laughs> Silver Surfer Black number five. I like my Silver Surfer like I like my coffee. Full of sugar and cream. Super colorful? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Um, Gross. Wow. This book was a lot. <laughs> please, please tell me about this book. Please summarize this um, book for me. Uh, do you Silver remember- Surfer breaks down into his component particles and seeds life throughout the universe. Okay. All right. Well, you did it. Congratulations. In, in what I can only assume was a trip through a so 60s many Doctor Strange <laughs> book. Uh, so much yes. so much acid. So much acid. So much acid. All the colors. I mean, he starts out as modern art in this issue. Oh. It, yeah. Uh, oh. Hey, I can do it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's... Huh. And, and then, this book um, is beautiful, though, by the way. Oh, no, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's absolutely fucking beautiful. We've said that many, many times. It is a beautiful, beautiful trip. And uh, and then he summons his sword board. <laughs> his... Board sword? His board sword. His board sword. Yes. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, it's um, and essentially it's a it's kind of a thing of you know you can't defeat darkness, but you can accept the darkness that's with you and let your light grow to balance or outshine it. This little okay. light of his, he's gonna let it shine yeah, throughout the I'm whole glad you didn't try to rhyme Marvel that. universe. This little light of his, he's gonna let it whiz across the stars. Remember when I said I was glad he didn't try to rhyme it? <laughs> that's what gave me the idea. Uh, uh, I was playing a board game the other night, and it was it, somebody got the thing that was like, "Oh, you get a bonus to your roll if you can make a rhyme that fits describing what you're doing." Oh, and I was Jesus. like, "Thank God, Alex is not playing this game." <laughs> I would have been like, I don't get the bonus. It's just, I don't get the bonus. The best part is, it was my sister, and she was awful. <laughs> Good. Yes. I'm starting to think there's a reason why Tuesday D&D has stopped happening. <laughs> is it puns? I bet it's puns. It was puns. <laughs> it was killed by puns. I am Urkel, god of puns. Oh, look, my straw's just arrived. This is the last straw. <laughs> No, there's 16 more. I was going to say, nope, she just got a bunch more. You're in luck. Um, I broke the silicon tip of mine. Sorry. Just the tip? Just the tip. (laughs) Well, because it's a metal straw. Uh, And I don't like putting the metal onto my teeth or mouth area. It's not good for me. I don't like it. I just don't like metal on my mouth area. That's why I took my tongue rings out. And so she got metal straws. Good good, good call. They have silicone tips. But just the tip. Just the tip. Now, are we going to learn straw anatomy like we did spoon anatomy? (laughs) Next week. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure it's just like tube. That's it. Now, if it's a flexible straw, you've also got the tube. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, the the elbow. The elbow is that tube. Yeah. This is nothing. It's nothing. (laughs) Uh, Very quickly, Star Wars Doctor Afra Annual Number Three. I want to mention for two reasons. One, it's very funny and very good, and Elsa Shuridier is on the art. It's basically Afra masterminding the bounty hunters that she has dealt with regularly into vengeance on her behalf. Also, I want to shout out Elsa Charidier's Kickstarter that's going on right now. Yes. Um, she's doing her first art book. It's already like, she was looking for like 9,000 euros in funding and it's already at like 30,000. Because <laughs> everybody needs that good, good art book. A week. Uh, it's very good because it's also Charidier. Uh She's doing some process stuff in it. One of the bonuses you can get if you... And they're like different. I mean, they're always tiers, different tiers. Yeah. But, but like, she's got stretch goals too. Yeah. She's got stretch goals, but they're like tiers where like for the same price, you could pick the book and this or that. Mm-hmm. And then if you go a tier up, then you get both like that kind of thing. So it's right. super flexible the way it's set up. That's so smart. So well, good. One of those stretch goal or one of those tiers gets you or some of those tiers gets you not only the actual book but a special edition of the book she's doing with Fraction mm-hmm. that is just the inks and her process notes drawn into the panels like written into the panels for each one for the whole trade wow. which is like That's a so super nice. cool process thing um, anyway like I backed this thing like immediately and I'm very into this and just yeah wanted to poke at it Yes, everybody go buy this Giga book. Yeah. It is a money, though. It's a money. It's not like if you just want the book, it's not bad. If yeah. you start getting into... And if you're used to buying art books, yeah. then it's it's really reasonable. Yeah. Like, I did it at the, what wound up being like 100 bucks US tier mm-hmm. that got me the book and the November special edition. Yeah. And a sketch. So, nice. like... That's 
Damn, and a sketch. Nice. And a sketch. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad for, for that. Like it's super, super reasonable. Yeah. Um, and it's like three stretch goals in at this point, so like one of the things it's gonna be sixteen pages longer now. Yeah. There's a poster with Francesco Francavilla, like there's a lot of stuff, stuff. that yeah. she keeps like adding to it. Like, hey, if we get here, I'm gonna do this too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to pretend that like we can get her on here to talk about this. I'm oh. just excited for this thing and wanted yeah. to mention it. Because yeah. I want cool. even more stretch goals to get unlocked, let's yeah. be honest. Anyway, yes. Uh, start. Oh, and one of the things you can do is one of the tiers is like you can get the pages from this issue of Afro. Like that's how she's going to release a. the original. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Um, After Lift number one. Duh. Chip. Why you got to do a Beyonce hot drop? This I didn't hear anything about this. No, this was announced Seriously? months ago. Fuck, I didn't hear anything about this, and I don't know how. Because I figured you would have told me. I thought I did. Nope. This was announced at, like, SDCC. Nope, got nothing. I, I heard nothing. I heard, huh. I heard nothing. I heard nothing, y'all. Wow. I heard nothing. He also talked about it in wow. his newsletter. Wow, yeah. Yeah, I saw it in this week's letter, and then yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Chip Starsky's newsletter is the best newsletter of yes. any I newsletter that has ever existed. Especially that, yes. when Ryan Stegman's name is mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> They're adorable. They're hilarious. Um, so, yes, this is about basically a Lyft driver who ends up giving a ride to someone ferrying a dead woman to hell. Yeah. <laughs> They need a tether of somebody who's still alive to get back and forth. And it used to be like horses, because horses pulled everything. They were living things, and they could tether. Yeah. Um, how how much how much does an Uber trip to the hell cost? We're gonna find out. I'm sure. Yeah. There is a reward. You won't say what. So the whole time, like this dude, he's been shifty the whole time. But so shifty. So shifty. Um. But well, well, maybe a, he's maybe as shifty a as a manual transition or tra- tra- trans. Fucking fuck, 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 fuck the fuck. <laughs> anyway, words I can say them. Immortal Hulk. Immortal Hulk. I did it. <laughs> I've passed this curse on to you. Right. Thank you for that. I needed more of this curse. Uh, so he's been shifty. And when she finds out that there's a fucking soul in her backseat, it trips her out. It, weird, the, it weirds the driver lady out. And before you ask Brian, no, she does not drive a Kia Soul. I'm pretty sure it's a Prius. In fact. Pretty sure, yeah. Um, I, I, that thought actually did occur to me. Yeah. I, I saw it, it flash across your eyes. If it had been a Kia Soul, i like, uh. um, But... During her freakout moment, I guess she, they spend too much time in the in-between world. Yes. Um, and it turns out that this big horde is following them now. Because there's a bounty on the soul and okay. everyone wants the bounty. Right. Because people who have punished themselves are just the tastiest morsels. And he he makes the mistake of saying a, uh, more of the horde. Yeah. And she's like, wait, m- more? Hold on. He's like, yeah, don't you know? We're all demons here, baby. I'm like, yes. Yes. See. I'm so happy that it's not a good guy trying to take everybody to the good place. Because there's not a lot of room to grow with that. No. Also, I just like Dean. I'm a little bit evil. (laughs) Is it still good? A little bit rock and roll. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Brian. Yes, sir. Ether, the disappearance of Violet Bell, number two. Man, it's still good, and um, they realize just what a what a dick boon is. <laughs> Brian, Invisible Kingdom, number six. Um, you can't go home again. Oh, and you may not want. <laughs> it's 
Star Pig, number four. Um, this is just such a hilarious, adorable book. You really need to read it. Like, no description of this last issue will make any sense. Just trust me and read this book. And if you don't, I will I'm, find a way to force it in front of you. I'm talking to I'm you gonna, specifically, I'm going to read it in trade. I've already said I'm going to read it in trade. Do. <laughs> Black Panther, number 17. Um, hey, Carnage isn't the only evil, freaky symbiote terrorizing people. Mm. It did occur to me at some point, like, is Black Panther suit symbiote? Because, you know, it's just, like, asking to be made that. Nah, but Killmonger's is. Oh. At least Space Killmonger. Trying to revive Earth Killmonger. and make Cosmic, Cosmic Killmonger. Basically. <laughs> Friendly oh. Neighborhood Spider-Man, number three. Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four fight to liberate uh, under New York, or whatever it's called. New New York? Old New York? New Amsterdam? I don't know. <laughs> Why they changed it, yes. I can't say. People just liked it better that way. <laughs> Damn it, now I'm going to be singing that fucking song. You're welcome. It's okay, it got little Nas out of my head. Red Goblin, Red Death, number one. This is a trio of stories about Norman and the Carnage symbiote, like, vibing. <laughs> Being bros. Keeping it tight. Yeah. Being bros. Yeah. Coming to Weird. terms with each other. Gross, don't like. It's set. Unsubscribe. It's actually set in and around like the. Can we last, cancel culture that? The last arc of uh, Slot's Spider Man run. It's not so much directly into Absolute Carnage. Okay. Um, cool. Downvote, downvote. <laughs> yeah. Venom number I don't 19. Take away gold. Anyway. Venom number 19. Eddie's sons meet each other. Oh, oh, yuck. Wait. I took it as I took that as his actual son and Carnage. Uh different symbiote spawn. Okay. But yes, Dylan and um the the most recent child of Venom. Oh. Uh Queen of Bad Dreams number 5. We go into the dreamscape to fight evil politician control freaks. Relics <laughs> of Youth number 2. Everyone gets superpowers. Okay. And then they have to defend the Fountain of Youth. All right. Next week's books to read there. Next week's books to read. Woohoo. Uh, let me just pull up my list. Yeah. All of them? Yeah. While Jen pulls up her list, I will start with X-Force number one. It's an X-Men book in this 2019. It is mandatory reading. The end. Yes, we are going to read it. Yes. you Like, I think you've got to give all of these mutant books at least a sh- shot. Yeah. Yeah. Because the ones we've seen so far are real good. In that vein, New Mutants number one. Um... And I just showed Brian the art germ cover. Yeah. So broken. I am broken. He'll be getting that. I might buy two copies. <laughs> That gross? way, if one gets sticky. No, not, no. Just so gross. That's not, not That's nasty, mind. Brian. That was You're nasty. You. Look, I'm not kink shaming, but that's nasty. Yeah, don't kink shame, and that's not what I meant anyway. <laughs> God. Uh, no, he's just going to have one scanned a large, on a large format printer to print on a pillow. Print. No, wait. Not, not kink shaming. <laughs> Note to self, figure it out Brian's Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> you know what you use to clean up afterward? A magic eraser. That's terrible. You're terrible. That's terrible. Now I am going to kink shame. All right. So- Lock and key, dog days. Damn you. That's mine. That is yours. I'm telling you to talk about it. Uh, it's lock and key. We're getting more lock and key. It's lock and key. How can you make lock and key better? Dogs. Yes. Are there dogs in this? Yeah. Okay. It looks like there's at least a dog. Um, and Do some dogs kids. have keys too? 
I want the good boy key. The good. Oh my <gasps> god! I would put that on Rusty. If you go, <laughs> not through, Duncan. No, no, no. He's a good boy. If you go through that door, you change into a dog, into a good boy. But why can't I just make Rusty be a good boy? Rusty will never be a good boy. <laughs> That's fair. Can't change the dog's nature. He's a bad boy. Anyway. Bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? Probably gonna piss him, poo. <laughs> I'm gonna piss you can erase that. You can you. get rid of that bit if you would like. I would like. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, lock and key dog days. Lock and key dog days. Gonna, gonna read it. Yeah. Lock and key. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Undiscovered Country. Finally, the Charles Soule and Scott Snyder book that we all have needed forever, I'm sure. Yes. The U.S. has been walled off for like 20 years or something like that. Yeah. Opens the doors and let people out into the rest of the world, which is more advanced because guess what? Seclusionism is not a viable way to grow your economy or technology or really anything about your country. Sorry, George Washington. You were wrong on that one. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Well, not to mention the fact that then it was a very different thing than in the global economy we It was. And it's not that he was anti-trade. He was anti-involvement in foreign wars because of resources. Yeah. 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 So it made a lot more sense then. Yes. But. It did. Before anyone asks me about George Washington being in favor of seclusionism. There you go. Clarification. No, please add. Please. Please add, Alex, about that. To be fair. Having any ads would be better than having the current amount of ads. To be fair, we have always told people if you have complaints to add M.A. Haynes. Oh, yeah. But he he hasn't even gotten any, so I guess you guys aren't complaining about anything. I guess we're doing a great job. Yes? Cool. Great. Awesome. (laughs) What's what's next? Um, Legion of Superheroes, number one. Hell yeah. Jen and I have this on our list. (laughs) So Brian has it on his list, too. I have it on the list that's in my head. (laughs) By default, it's on Brian's list. The list that Brian is making as we list these books. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want that one. Uh Uh That's that's the list. (laughs) Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know what he was. Bendis. Bendis. Of, literally the thing that when they said Bendis was working for DC, I said, This is well, going that, to happen. This that is has this to is the yeah. this is the truest, most perfect use of Bendis at DC. Yeah. Everything he's done so far has built to this, in fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be so good. Mu- uh, new mutants. Oh yeah. Didn't we I yeah. She already said that one. You already said new mutants? Uh-huh. We talked about X-Force. That was the whole Brian and the body pillow thing, remember? <laughs> oh. Oh. I hadn't called a doubt. You just went off script, huh? Okay. I'm the one who made the list. <laughs> I have a list too, thank you. <laughs> New Mutants is on my list as well. But yeah, Brian's body pillow. <laughs> Episode title. No. 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 Uh. Please no. It's a kind of magic. <laughs> It's kind of magic. No, I'm done. Oh, oh, it's magic. BB Free number one. Uh, uh, Okay. This is about a girl who has her own radio station in a world that has gone through some sort of apocalypse thing. Sorry, that's the mutant formerly known as Apocalypse. No. No, this is not. (laughs) This is is not. This is the greed has swept the land and claimed half of the population. Whatever. Some shit happened. It's probably a lie. And this girl is broadcasting a free radio station and is scared of her family. So, By the way, from now on, it's going to be dot, 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 d
That's it. It's pronounced shave and a haircut. <laughs> oh, no. Dot, dot, a dot, dot is shave and a haircut. Or we can, no, two bits. His nickname is two bits. Two bits. <laughs> right. So anyway. <laughs> the magicians, number one. It's the magicians. You guys have heard me and Brian talk about the magicians before, right? Yes. Right? Have you? Yes. I think you have. I don't think I have. Um. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> Not even once. Not even the one time. I um, mean, it looks like the, the Lev Grossman version of Elliot is on the cover. And let me just tell you, it is pale. It is pale in comparison. Oh. Like. As in doesn't get enough sun? No. Or... Also that, probably. Yeah, but, yeah. As in comparison to the real life. Hail Appleman? Come yeah. on. Come on, sir. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited because this is Thirsty like... Thirsty magic people. This is like way after... This doesn't follow the TV show, obviously. This is way after the books have ended. Okay. Well, not way, but... Right. Quentin is graduated from Breakville's. So we know it's not following the TV show. Correct. Yes. Um, and yeah, I just can't wait. I love. Yeah, they, I love that they book. They did an Alice one, didn't they? Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. But but that was that was following like her time as a Nephilim, and I think that did follow the TV show. Maybe. Um. Yeah. Very excited. Those books are great. Yeah. That show is great. I need more of it in my life. Fun stuff. Excellent. And that will do it for this week. All right. We would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. You can visit us at panelologypodcast.com if you want to submit questions for us to answer. We can do that, actually. Yeah. We have the technology. Uh, Patreon.com slash panelology. Bit.ly slash panelology merch. Places you can go to throw money at us directly or indirectly. Indeed. Uh, join us in the shared delusion that is capitalism. <laughs> Jen, do you have anything to promote? Um, I am on the GSTU network now. So you can catch me on some of their shows, guesting, and keep your ear to the ground for new projects that I'm working on that are going to be great. Or keep your ear to the podcast. Yeah, like if you have your headphone in your your little earbud in your ear and you put it on the ground, that's what I mean. Oh, right? yeah, that's work. keep your ear to the ground with right. your earbud in it. Yes. That's what I meant. That's how that works well, now. The, that really is shortcut. The, the true for it, keep your earbud to the ground. Yeah, yeah, but your ear has to be attached to Correct. it for you that to hear, one, though. Yeah, right, yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Now, what if I want to keep my earbud to the ground? Oh, that's sad because that dog is dead now. <laughs> that's why he is to the ground. Oh. He is six feet into the ground. No, not quite, but Ooh. yeah. Oh. <laughs> You don't bury dogs at six feet? You don't have to, no. You don't have to bury people at six feet. They just do. Also, vaults are great. That keeps people from coming back as zombies. Oh, I was going to say dog vault. So, do, so does cremation. So does cremation. You're not wrong, but apparently it doesn't keep them, keep them from coming back as ghosts. There you go. It's like they say, the kids are all white. W-I-G-H-T. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you specified that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh no, oh no, we have to end the podcast. Arrow, A E R O. <laughs> Audio media. Mindset Yerk, the Rob Thomas, no, not that one, Robcast. Yes. All right. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Go read comic. Yeah, we tried to do that last week. It didn't work. Mm-hmm.